super curious. You're super curious? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. You're going to intro this because I don't want to do it. I'm making you do this against your will. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. That's uh, apropos. <laughs> I'm wow! Honestly, I feel like I partly I don't want to talk. I don't really want to talk about it because like I I can't laugh at all or make any jokes or anything because like that will be taken incorrectly. Whatever. It was all really. Right. What do you? Okay. What are we doing? So we're gonna do a hot take about the leak of the Supreme Court draft opinion. About kudos Rosie, to you Rosie for Wade. getting all of that correct. I appreciate that. Oh, like that it's a draft. Yes. And that it was a leak? Yes. And that it's not a final ruling? Yes. Yeah. It's important. It is important. Because we can still cross our fingers that something might change. It's not going to. But you can wish for that. Not not in the not likely going to change in the uh the real context or or, right. or like the meat of it is the there. The meat of it. Yeah. Maybe around the edges, soften it a little Oof. some other language. Yes. Whatever. So we've talked about abortion itself a couple of times on this show. This, I feel like, is a little bit different, right? So we're not going to get into the nitty-gritty of abortion. We've done that. Great. Great. But this is kind of a big deal. I felt like we can't just ignore it. Okay. And it was way too much for me to put in my what the hell segment (laughs) in our regular show. Yes. So here we are. Okay. So here we are. So what do you want to... So Monday night... Mm -hmm. Um, this draft was leaked to Politico, right? Yep. 98 pages. I will just go on the record. I did not read all freaking 98 pages. Nobody did. I did not have the time Well, for no, that. there are, there are some, yeah. there are people out there. There are some the people out there that did that. Kudos to you. And thank you for sharing your synopsis with me. Here's, I have so many thoughts about this, but, um, I, along with a large percentage of the population, are a little bit cranky about this. Also interesting is I think that Chief Justice Roberts, from what is coming out in discussion about that, is that his hope was that instead of just blatantly overturning the decision and overturning that precedent, whatever, like mm-hmm. they would chip away at it, right? Like let's gradually, right? Like that was kind of, that's kind of been the conversation. This is not a chipping away, this is a v- abrupt about face. Like this is, it's done. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of a big deal. Here's what I think is interesting. A few threads of conversation <laughs> that have happened about this. First, the argument um, for Roe v. Wade, it was decided based on the 14th Amendment, mm-hmm. which is about privacy, right? Uh, no. But yes, but no. Right. The idea of your privacy is based on the 14th Amendment, which is not actually about that, but that's what is used to back these decisions. It's, yes. Is that a better way of saying it? Yes. Yes. The word privacy is not in the 14th Amendment. Or And the, and the 14th Amendment was actually primarily about um, emancipating slaves. Uh, and so the, the phrasing that you're talking about is the guaranteed equal protections under the law and due process. That's and that's where historically the Supreme Court has found, quote unquote, yes, our right to privacy. Yes. It's also unreasonable unreasonable searches and seizures and I think that one's is all in, I in might, there. 
I'm pretty sure that's all included in there. Yeah. So yes, the right to privacy is not explicitly made, you know. Yes. And so, I, so to be completely honest, it's a lot like the Second Amendment. It doesn't actually say gun. Right. It says arms. Right. So like historically, the Supreme Court has found that we have a right to own guns. Right. Inside that language, just like, so I didn't, I'm just trying to. Yes. I'm not a legal scholar, but I just trying right. to delineate. So anyway, you found I, that. I think that we did discuss this a little bit because RBG herself had had some issue with how they got to this decision. Like this is the right choice for women, but using this argument, like we had talked about that a little yep. bit. Yep. So anyway, um, what I think is interesting and that I don't think people who are cheering about this um, are thinking through is the number of precedents or Supreme Court decisions that have been based on that quote unquote privacy that is quote unquote in the 14th Amendment, mm -hmm. right? Like mm -hmm. as, you've, as you've just laid out. So um, some of the threads of this have been um, gay marriage that decision was based there, um, interracial marriage, um, sex outside of marriage, um, sex. Like there are several things about sex, right, <laughs> that have been tied, decisions tied to this supposed privacy piece that's supposedly protected by the 14th Amendment. Um, and so just the idea that if we're now going to say that this is not precedent any longer, um, this is what's coming next, right? And mm -hmm. so there's a lot of conversation now about like, if you really were naive enough to think that this is where they were gonna stop, that was naive, <laughs> right? Like, it's not that's, not, that's not the plan here, right? Like, we're gonna walk this back. Kind of interesting to me. Mm -hmm. Thoughts on that? <laughs> Thoughts on that thread? I have so many threads. There were, well, it, th yes, there were a lot of them. Yes. Um, was there a question in there? <laughs> just, just, just the like the sheer number of cases, precedents that have been set based on this supposed privacy. Yeah. Same, like the same basis for argument from the court that's now been undone in this one, or is or about potentially to be, be potentially undone. undone. Yeah. Allegedly. Right. Allegedly. Allegedly. Um. So, how many other precedents then you're undoing? Doing or you're setting up or you're setting up to undo. Undoing, yes. Allegedly. Allegedly thinking mm -hmm. about. Yes. Um, yeah. I am sure I have some thoughts <laughs> in there. Well, I mean, like I, yeah. I do believe so I as I've been so now it's been whatever, two or three days since this happened. Um, and I've been thinking about it. And one thing I would like to I try to remind myself is that no matter how empathetic or how much I try to like see this from multiple different angles. I, I'm literally by my biology incapable of understanding it in a way yeah. that, that, that half of the nation does. Even the, even, even ones that I might agree with. Like, I just like, I can't. That right there. <laughs> like if all men could just come to that level of self-awareness, I just really appreciate that. Well, thank you. Well, thank you for that. I so that doesn't mean I don't have thoughts. Right. It doesn't no. mean I don't have opinions, and it doesn't yeah. mean that my thoughts and opinions aren't valid. But at least to remind myself, like, okay, anyway, I'll probably still get myself in trouble. <laughs> um, you know, and it's not um, the whole. Th 
we've talked about it a couple of times in our other episodes, and it has been discussed for a lot of my lifetime that there are a lot of legal scholars, both on both sides, Mm -hmm. who have, since it's uh, the first ruling, um, Roe v. Wade, had issue with how it was decided and that it was... You know, a lot of times people said it was overreach or that it's on shaky foundation legally. I'm not a legal scholar. I don't know the ins and outs of all that, but I do know that that exists. Mm -hmm. Um, So one of the my reactions to this whole scenario is that I feel like it it definitely sounds like first of all, um, I did read part of it. Yeah, and it's really like kind of mean. Yep, like. It doesn't sound like clinical. Not at all. We're looking at the law and this is what it uses. A lot of emotionally charged yes. language. A lot Political. of anger language. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Which didn't sit well with me, period. It reads as unprofessional. Like, it does. Yeah. Uh, like we're going to, now we can do this. So we're going to do it. In and we don't care what the public thinks. Right. Yeah. But yeah. in a meaner tone. Right. Um, but it also smacked of, and so some of it is what you, not smacked of, but like what you mentioned, what I don't like about it, even if I was a proponent of, of eliminating abortion, what I don't like about it is that it feels like it it is plagued by the same problems that you're trying to fix in terms of this is shaky reasoning, mm-hmm. um, which is going to cause a lot of other trouble. So yeah. like- but he specifically said, this will not affect any other right, precedent. Which is, Bullshit. <laughs> which is, no, that's not exactly, it means that, well, whatever. So I, it's sort of like, even if you would, even if you are taking a position that you think this is a bad, you know, that Roe v. Wade was a bad decision and it should be overturned, the way that it is being overturned is almost as bad as. Yeah. And so that's not one of the, one of the things that I, that I think what it means to be a conservative is is that we value steadiness and stability. Like this is neither of those things. Right. Which is kind of what you're thinking about even like uh, Chief Justice Roberts, like wanting to, well, maybe I want to repeal some of Roe, but not the whole thing. Because he doesn't want to upset the entire... That's actually a conservative position is like, I don't want to upset the whole system, Well, and but we're going to bend it towards, you know, whatever. He has been more willing to say precedent and that, and like the stability of the court is important. Is important. Right. right. And so like, how do we get to kind of what you're trying to do politically, which you shouldn't be fucking political at all, court, um, without setting that precedent? Okay. What? Oh, no. The other, the other thing, which, you know, you kind of mentioned a little bit when you were you're defining it or defining it correctly at the beginning, but just a reminder that this isn't done. Yeah. Also, it does not make it illegal. It doesn't make abortion illegal. Yes. It makes it up to the state. Right. Which they may make it illegal. So in several uh, states, uh, it will automatically trigger. So on both sides, if you're somebody who is an abortion rights proponent. Yeah. You there. There will still be avenues for you to to do that. There will still be organizations that you can support to yep. help people have access to that. Yeah, it's not like closing the door entirely. Right. And also, if you're on the other side of it, if you're an, a pro life person, 
it's also doesn't eliminate like even if this was ruling was today, yeah, abortion will still be legal in the United States. Yeah. And so like it's kind of this mixed bag of like do some ultimate doom on one side, which is not true, and ultimate like joy on the other side, which is also not true. Yeah. And in the meantime, until this is a final ruling, those states which do have trigger laws in effect right. are not in effect. So Yet. you can still get your health care yes. in those states until this is potentially the actual ruling. What else do you have? Okay. So yeah. one of the things that I mentioned to you in a text conversation um, about this was that part of the draft opinion says that the only rights the court will protect are those rooted in history and tradition. Mm-hmm. There's been a lot of interesting conversation about this <laughs> and those things that are rooted in history and tradition. Oddly enough, abortion was actually part of our history and tradition at the time that the Constitution was written. Like it didn't get banned or outlawed until into the 19th century. Mm-hmm. It's like the mid 1800s when that happened. Um, but anyway, like when you're looking at it that way, things that are rooted in history and tradition, um, just the conversation of putting us back culturally to a point that we were in, in, you know, the late 1700s when this was right. Some of this was written, whatever, like read the room, right? Like (laughs) we don't want to go back to a place where the only people that matter are white landowning men, right? Mm -hmm. Like I'm not property. You shouldn't have a say over me, right? Like my black friend is not property, whatever. Like all of these things. I just, that was gross. I didn't like it. What do you think about that part? <laughs> well, we did we did very briefly discuss like also, dear listeners, when dear they, listeners. when they're when they're mentioning that um, you know, protecting rights that are part of the, how what was the phrasing again? Like rooted in our rooted in history, history and tradition and contr- tradition or whatever. They're specifically talking about what they refer to as unenumerated rights. So those are the rights that we sort of expect to exist that were not explicitly laid out in the Constitution. Yeah. Um, and so that it's kind of a gray area. So they're like, okay, but if it so if it wasn't explicitly written down, then we need to look back in our history and like what would they have? I'm just saying, like to yeah. to it because it because what has happened and the way it's supposed to function is we'll bring it to the 14th Amendment is yes, rooted in our tradition and history was slavery, but then we changed the Constitution and we wrote it down that we changed it. And so if you're a originalist or a whatever, they, is that what yeah, they call originalist? Yeah. That's, that's the lens that they look at the the document through is like, we look at the document and that is, that's what we have to go on. And be, if we have to go outside of that, we have to try to consider what they intended what was the intent or whatever. I'm just saying. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I totally get what you're saying. Yes. I think it's interesting to consider that at the time that they wrote this document, they didn't consider abortion because it was legal um, and supported by some churches. Like It also it, wasn't an issue. Like, not it just, was happening. I wouldn't even say, well, yeah, but happening is not the same thing as like it was commonplace where they would, mm. like, does that make sense? Like it was not part of the consciousness of society at the time. Mm. Anyway. Anyway. Super interesting. Okay. Another interesting thread that I wanted to just voice um, is the idea of religious freedom, which is an enumerated right? Mm, Yes. Is that correct? Yes. So 
we've talked about our beliefs religiously, like we're Christian, you know, we share that. Um, however, I do not believe that I have the right to impose my religious beliefs on somebody else. And I feel like the Constitution lays that out. One interesting conversation related to this um, has been all kinds of Twitter threads about the Jewish faith and the Jewish community. Yeah, this was news to me before you sent it to me. I'd never. Yes. And I, I looked at several of these threads and like the quotes from a lot of their um, religious texts. And like, this is something, abortion is something that is allowed to a different point in time from Jewish texts, right? Yeah. Like, I'm not going to claim to be an expert on the Jewish religion. Nope. So there's so a disclaimer. You're, you're relying on my disclaimer. what you've seen on the Twitter. Yes, by like all of the um, threads and text quotes that I've looked at. Um, but the Jewish religion wouldn't be the only one, right? We talked about that when we talked about like where does life begin mm-hmm. and every religious tradition has a different idea of that. People within religious traditions have a different idea of that. Quite frankly, if this decision would have been made based on this second amendment, that's the second amendment? No. Freedom of religion. First. first thank you. Yeah. Um, if if these decision, this decision would have been made based on that, I feel like overturning it would have been a little bit harder perhaps. But I feel like that is an overstep, like saying we're going to ban this when it is so clearly a moral and religious effort, right? Like it it became the rallying cry mm-hmm. in the 80s, the moral majority, like this is our new issue, whatever. Um, because this is not a medical issue, this is not about science, this is not about whatever, like it is only a political, moral, religious thing, which um, Justice Sotomayor like called out in the proceedings during the oral arguments for mm-hmm, this, mm-hmm. Um, which I very much appreciated. So that part pisses me off, and I'm a Christian. Like I'm, I'm, I'm of that religious Oak. tradition. Sure. <laughs> I do not claim um, to be of that ilk. Um, <laughs> like, no, there's a part of that I don't want anything, anything to do with. But, um, I like. I don't feel it's fair for me to impose my religious beliefs or what I think is religiously moral, correct, morally correct, right, on other people, just like I wouldn't want somebody else doing that to me, right? Mm-hmm. I have a problem with that. I, sh- I feel like I have to correct you. You did say ban it, but it's not being banned. Yes. I'm just saying. Thank you. Uh, Thank just you. Just in case somebody is like, that's right, not right, what right. they said. No, that's not what I meant. Um, yeah. Yeah, I hear what you're saying there, and but I think that that is, you know, we've talked about in other our other podcasts. Like, if you are someone who, uh, given your religious beliefs or whatever, like, if you if you are approaching the issue from the starting point that you know life begins at accept exception. <laughs> Conception. Conception. Yeah. Or at any point, whatever it is that you've decided that that when you're on the other side and you are advocating for somebody's choice and autonomy over their body to understand that generally the people who are not agreeing with you do believe that they are advocating for a person who can't advocate for themselves. And we talked about that before to just remember that, that that's like, 
because is there is there definitely today as there has been in history um deep-seated misogyny and like men you know patriarchal men control over women's bodies yes yeah but that doesn't mean that all of the people you encounter or are on this side are coming at it from that angle if that makes any sense i'm i'm calling for understanding (laughs) but like um and that and that's that's i think i think i'm i'm trying to say that like as because yeah. I am yep. a Christian and I was raised in that tradition, like I do understand where that argument is coming from. Yeah. I just think that you're crossing a line when you are saying I have the right to impose my moral beliefs based on my religion, right, on somebody else who doesn't share that moral belief. Right, but the, it, the gray part is that the third party here, it can't be asked. Yeah. So, like, so here's a really like, interesting. Here's a really interesting comparison. Like, I don't believe it's a life, and I don't believe it's a life, or yeah. I do believe it's a life, but the one in the middle can't respond. So here's a really interesting comparison that I honestly haven't thought of before. Sure. And it is with organ donation. Oh yeah, I hadn't. That was a new one. Was, that was a new angle. Actually, very good. Yeah, go yes. Your- so I sent you. I sent you this um, image that somebody had put together. The story, like if somebody was in an accident, desperately needed blood transfusion to live, I was the only person on earth who could donate blood to save their life of my relative, whatever. It would be illegal for somebody to take my to blood against it. my will. Like yep. you cannot force me to donate organs. You cannot force me to donate blood. Like that person is life or death, right? Like needs their life to be saved. Needs my blood or needs my organ, whatever. Like. You, you have no say there. Like you, you, it's illegal. Right. right. And I was like, Oh, I have never heard that comparison before. And that kind of maybe clicked in a mm-hmm. different way for me anyway. Yeah. No, that was, I, I thought that was very, uh, interesting as well. As well. Well, I did. Good. So, uh, okay. This we're off the rails. We're not off the rails. No. Well, I mean, maybe we're we off so the many rails. words. We do have so many words, but who knows how this is actually going to play out? Not just like how is it going to play out for this ruling, which it seems like it, it is indicative of what is yep. essentially going to happen. Yep. Um, but how it plays out in our society, either, which I think is is almost as interesting a question in terms of like. I mentioned, well, I mentioned it in an earlier conversation, like who knows what, how this is going to affect politics because there, there is, yes, there is, it could go a lot of different ways Mm -hmm. because now instead of like being pro-life or pro-choice generally or sort of like kind of dodging the bullet because it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because it's constitutionally protected. So, um, that angle gets played both ways. So like yeah. some people can lean more pro-life and feel comfortable about that or like get away with whatever. Mm-hmm. Because they've always been able to hide behind Roe. Yep. On both sides. Yep. Um, it's just sort of been like a background question, but now potentially every single race everywhere yep. is going to be really about this. Yep. Like, and that could totally change the political landscape of yes. our country in ways that we can't even predict right now. This is sort of like that goes back to my like conservative part of it. Like, Hey, yo, <laughs> we're, we're, you're about to upset like all the stuff. 
because now it will actually very much matter. Yes. And it will actually very much be about this. Right. Um, there are a lot of Democrat, Democratic talking heads right now saying like, this is our ticket, right? Like, sure. this could be it when you have multiple polls showing anywhere from 68 to 80% of America supports protection for abortion to some extent, like, yeah. you know, obviously with limitations or whatever for the, for some of those as well. Um, when you have that much of the population um, in support of that, and now you actually have to vote like it, it, like it depends matters. on that, right? Yeah. Like um, that could be the ticket for Democrats if they played their cards. Well, um, Amy <sighs> Klobuchar was actually um, interviewed by Trevor Noah last night and the clip is on YouTube. So you should watch it. I should. She has just come out as so much more of a firecracker after stepping out of that presidential <laughs> campaign. Like, yeah. I just like her a lot more than I did before. Um, but anyway, she had some really good things to say about like, what do we do now? Right. Like, we're going to call a vote in the Senate. We're going to get it on record where you fall on this. Yeah. Because most definitely it will be a ballot issue in November. Right. Um, we're going to try to codify this because the House already passed it. The president obviously would sign it. It's not likely in the Senate right now, um, although there are some Republicans who have said they're pro-choice. Whatever, we'll see. But at least to get that vote on record um, will help this be an issue um, in November. And the other thing that I've seen um, that I think is really encouraging is just um, a massive push across all social media platforms, which means across several generations, right? Like the young kids on TikTok are posting, the older people on Facebook are posting, you know, everywhere in between um, about getting out the vote mm -hmm. and like what kind of buddy system can we create? Like, how are you donating? What are you doing? Let's start organizing now. Let's like, we're having a meeting on Tuesday, whatever. Like the action, I, I feel like this could actually be um, something that sticks for the Democratic Party in terms of um, gaining some traction mm -hmm. for leading up to the midterms, um, which is really probably going to be where this actually gets decided because it's going to be outside of the court. It's going to have to be in the legislature, right? Mm -hmm. And I loved what she said was like when one branch of the government is not like acting in a way that represents the majority of the population, the other branch of the government steps in, right? Like when one branch of the government goes outside of what – might be right. like you're well, acting, you're acting emotional that's or checks and balances. Right, right, right. And that's what she said. Like, that's why we have this system. Now another branch of government can step in and say, we'll fix it. Right. Like we'll take care of it. So I, I just appreciated what she had to say. Yeah. Anyway. And, and circling back to what you mentioned before about the possibility that, uh, this decision, the, the structure of this decision would then put at risk, um, other things, yeah, acts like just straight up access to contraceptives, yep, gay marriage, yep, uh, even like sodomy laws and stuff. Yep. I mean, like masturbation laws, <laughs> still so, under that rule. To, which is like a reminder to everybody: we've come a long way. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we've come a long way, baby. So, uh, but like, I'm sure that there are some leadership type people who are driving have been driving this push that have their sights on those things. Yeah. However, I'm I, looking do, at you, I, Ted do, Cruz. I do think that the larger general populace isn't, hasn't been thinking it through. No, in and that's, that regard. that's what I mean. And like, so like, who knows, maybe it'll stop here. Maybe it won't. But like, I, I can't imagine 
Like, and I have read, I've read many articles leading up to this. And then even some more recently about how, um, whatever, how do you, what's the phrase? The dog ch- catches the car. Yes. Like when they, right. Yeah. And then once they catch it, they don't know what to do. Right. Um, if you, if they, if conservatives expand this to those other areas and, and try to like, I don't, gay marriage is something that is much more like, it's not as hot button anymore. Like if you start going after some of these other things, they're going to destroy themselves. And see, that is where I think this idea of the moral majority, right? Like that, that faction of the moral majority that like it should be Christian moral majority, right? Like is smaller than I think that they're realizing. Right. And so within that party, there is a group of people who most definitely would want to come after gay marriage, trans rights. Like we're seeing this, right? Right. right. Um, And so for sure, like that's on your agenda because they're all under the same precedent, right? Like we can take away all of them now. Will it screw them over? Yes. But I don't think that they're really seeing that, (laughs) right? right? I don't know. You think you're the majority. You think that you're representing the people, right? Like Mm -hmm. everybody must love this because the Bible says so, Mm, you know, like anyway, I'm, it's, it's, I have no doubt that at least in States like Texas and Florida, Tennessee, like these things are coming. Um, and I can only cross my fingers that that makes people say like, wait a minute, do I want to live in a place where I have to get my husband's permission to get my tubes tied? Probably not. Right. Like all of those things. You just reminded me of like, did you read the bit that like one of the, um, one of the works cited in that um, opinion was some English guy. I can't remember what his name is, but anyway, that Alito referenced him and his works. Also, he wrote that same guy, lawyer back in the 18, whatever's wrote a, uh, a paper, a treatise on, how you can't rape your wife like that like marital <laughs> marital rape is not a thing and i'm like okay i'm not one who that doesn't i don't discount if you, you know jefferson had slaves i still I still read his stuff right sure so we can still use but i'm like you 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 referenced that in, yeah in this that's opinion? where we want to go right? like because <laughs> that's the history and tradition that you're coming from yeah no anyway. I call bullshit. Yeah. So I did see a tweet that I thought was really good that um, um, we should maybe push for um, at puberty, every male needs to be have his tubes tied. Ye- well, yes. Well, so wait, vasectomies are reversible, yeah. right? So if you want to prevent abortion yeah. and you don't want to provide free contraception, then you mandate vasectomies. When they're old enough and mature enough and economically stable was like the yeah, conversation, whatever it right? Is, then you can, yeah, then yeah. they can undo yeah. it and they can have babies. Like, <sighs> go to the source, right? Yeah. None of this, none of this affects a man's body, even though half of it is their responsibility. It's just a bunch of bull. Yep. Bleep. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel. All right. Then. <laughs> All right. Great. Anyway, <laughs> now we just get to sit on this. Do we? for a month right yeah i some yeah 
We'll see. So that was, I don't want to get into the leak part of it, but like I was reading some interesting stuff because a lot of people at first were like, oh, a liberal must have leaked this because they're trying to influence the court. Yeah. And then I saw a lot of people swinging from that and going to, no, this is actually probably maybe a, a conservative because this would have been better to come out in June closer to the midterm so you can strike while that iron's sure. hot. Because there yeah. is, you mentioned in conversation that there are people organizing. I mean, there was protests immediately. There's yes. more protests that are being organized. Yep. Uh, people are talking about it. And it just, uh, it, I wonder how, how if it will crescendo or if it will go away. And some of the already, some of the other things that I, I never would have thought of, you have companies all over the place. So you even have like yes. so you have Amazon. Apple, um, yes. The Amazon was the one I read up because they basically immediately came out with, uh, if you are an employee and you need to have an abortion, we will give you the time off and we'll pay $4,000 worth of your expenses to get you wherever you need to go. Yep. Apple like, has said similar things. Yeah. That's something I never would have even dreamt had would like, like a company, like a private slash yeah. public company coming out that forcefully. And this is what tells you, like, this is how much support there is for yeah. abortion access. Like, this is the understanding of large corporations. Like, this is what people require, right? Like, this is part of. Uh, yes. Maybe there'll be a maybe there'll be a conservative uh, boycott of Amazon, and then Trump could start a separate <laughs> one called the Rubicon. Wow. And uh, and then that can go under. <sighs> Here's the thing. Speak up, right? Like, call your representatives. Um, call your neighbors, um, especially if you are male. Um, if you are a man, especially a white man, um, who has any connection or support of women who need a voice right now, it is not just about abortion. And I think um, women's bodies, like... Like you said, you don't have a uterus, so you don't understand all of that. Um, but I definitely think that you need to come alongside right now and uh, be a voice for the women also, or at least stand beside them while they're yelling. Maybe a little bit behind them. No. Honestly, it should be, right? Like you should be standing behind them. However... For whatever reason, rooted in history and tradition, your voice gets listened to more than mine. So, white men, please stand up and say something also. Please stand up. Please stand <laughs> With up. With a wee Shady. Uh, <gasps> I think I feel like I, I need to say, like, you also don't have a penis. So, you can't really know what it's like to be me. No. But I feel like... I know. The protests that would happen if we said, we're going to mandate vasectomies. Oh my word, could you imagine if we were going to do something in reverse and it was talking about men's bodies? Nah. (laughs) (sighs) All right. Do you have any, you got any other final hot 45 minute thoughts about this thing? I don't like it. Oh, (laughs) I'm not sure if I was clear. I don't, clear. I don't know if you're clear on that. I don't like it, but also I don't like it for a whole lot of reasons. Yeah. 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 There's a whole lot of things connected to this that I don't think we're thinking through. That's it. Okay. For now. Well, for now. Jeez. We'll, we'll keep up. We have to keep talking <laughs> about this because it keeps happening. It'll keep happening. Yeah. Uh, so there you go. There you go. You have to say that now. Well, because I was being vulnerable. Fine. 
be vulnerable. Yes. I'm conflicted about the whole thing because I, I still have, what did I say? I say, still have trouble getting, like having full throated support yes. for access to abortions. It's yes. uncomfortable and I makes me all wiggly. And so yeah, it's very hard. So I'm one of the people who I mentioned was more comfortable when it was a constitutionally, you know, protected right. Like right, you could fall back can, on that. I can, for lack of a better term, or because it's the perfect term, I could hide under that. Yeah. Um, and it's really hard. So I think that that is one of the things, like we were talking about with the, we don't know what it's going to do politically, but it it really is going to to potentially. For, which may be the greatest thing, but force people to actually really reckon with what it is and what it isn't and what it means for people and what it doesn't. Yeah. And I think, Mike, that we talked way back in our first conversation about the abortion issue, like the language is so detrimental, but I think that we really need to be able to separate like just because I want access to be available legal, safe, right, mm-hmm. does not mean that I'm a cheerleader for, I know. you know what I mean? And so we have to be able to separate those two things. Like I might not personally have ever made that choice, right? But that doesn't mean that somebody else shouldn't be able to make that choice. It also doesn't mean that I'm going to like be standing out and like trying to recruit people to like... Right. I'm not I'm not pro murder. I'm not pro like, let's kill all the babies. That's not what it means to say I support choice. Right. It means I support that this is a issue specific to woman having a say over her body. It's her body. Right. And medicine is between her and her doctor. Like. Period. We need to be able to separate those things Um, because saying like there has to be a place where we can say. I support the legalization of access to abortion. Um, and you can say that there's limits, right? Like whatever, however that's going to work for you, whatever qualifiers you want to say, like with an exception of rape or incest or whatever, I want to support it up to this many weeks. But there has to be a way for us to separate saying I support access and autonomy for women in medical decisions with I'm a cheerleader for abortion, right? Like it's not the same thing. And I think too often those are lumped together. And that's why that pro-choice and pro-life dichotomy is just false. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. No, it's hard. It is hard. And I think I would be, it would, it wouldn't, it wouldn't change anything, but like it would make me feel more comfortable if, if pro-lifers were more honest about the trade-offs that they are asking for. So like, like what you're, as you're describing it is, you know, autonomy and control over your body, like to not downplay that. Basically you're looking at two bad choices (laughs) and you have to choose one of them. And so like to at least admit that you are willing in your mind, in their minds, your minds, or whatever it is, in order to uplift one, you know, it, the problem is, is when people are entangled, you have to uplift one and push down another. Like, and so, like, 
but to just make it, to not at least recognize that in order to achieve your goal of not boarding whatever, I shouldn't even say whatever, that you have, that that requires women to be in a lower place. Yeah. Yeah. At least be honest about it. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> anyway. It, very much be honest of that. Very much be honest that you're saying like, I can force you to carry a pregnancy against your will. I can force my own control over your body. You can't force me to get a vaccine, but I can force you to carry a pregnancy, right? Like, the other, the other piece of that is that think about, think about then like how many more babies are you going to be willing to support, right? Like, are you going to provide for all of these babies, more babies who are going to be born into poverty? Cause rich people are still going to be able to travel to get their abortions, right? Like there's so many ramifications that we're not thinking through. Yeah. And that now we're getting into the, yeah, sorry, we're getting into the weeds. We're getting into the weeds. <laughs> Anyway, this it's is okay. all icky and hard and, and, but, but, uh, yeah, anyway, but we could, you, I think we could continue to accomplish, I don't know if we, whatever. There, I, there's gotta be a better way. That's all. There you go. That's out of, yeah. And it starts way. with being willing to have a conversation, right? Oh. Have a conversation with somebody you don't agree with yep. in a respectful way and realize, Huh, we might just have some commonalities here. Well, that was nice. That part is nice. 